Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I have my new bestie, Janine Kim, with me. Um, Janine and I, I warn you, we're going to have a fun conversation. It's going to be a little irreverent and a little punny funny. So, um, Janine, welcome to the show. Would you tell my audience who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Hello, everybody. I am Janine Kim. I am a mystic. And a mystic really covers a whole bunch of ground uh, in what I do is that I am an intuitive. I was born that way, but I've learned how to take these skills and bring it to astrology, mediumship, where I talk to dead people. And I'm a holistic health practitioner, a certified yoga instructor, and a teacher and a writer. I love it. And I'm sorry, Janine, but my favorite joke when somebody says they're a medium, I say I'm a large. So <laughs> you know, we what? had to get that out of the way. I've never heard that. I'm so happy you said it. I honestly <laughs> have never heard that. So yay. <laughs> we, we had to add some puns here. Of course. Now we're going to jump in. Um, let's talk about what you do, because I think one of the biggest challenges in the world is trying to understand, you know, when somebody's an expert, they know what they do. But for somebody who's new to this world, what do you do? So it's it's interesting because what I do for a living is actually who I am. So what I mean by that is, is that I was ever since as long as I can remember, little girl, I've been able to sense the world differently. And um, I'm a redhead, you know, for those who can't see that. <laughs> so that that adds to it. Really, it does. It, it adds to how our biology meets the world. But in my ability to sense things, I've learned how to really use that and bring it to people to um, hear who they are, kind of beyond what their mind thinks. I could sense certain things in their body if they're going through something health-wise, physical, and I can even tap into aspects of them that originated from beyond this lifetime, like old traumas or masteries that come with them. Um, and of course, I can speak to, to people who've passed, who've gone on. So I'm able to work with clients and bring them wisdom on such a deep level deep within themselves that they're like, Hey, nobody else knew that. I can't believe you just said that. Or, you know, messages from their loved ones that really give them peace. And that is my passion is to bring people peace and alignment within themselves. I love that. And I mean, that's the thing. We all need peace and alignment. Right. Um, now you use a, um, an approach. So let's talk about um, past lives and how can 
that help? So you you talk about diving deep into the soul through past lives. How does that help somebody on their healing journey today? What I've learned to do with, with the ability to tap into past lives, it's one thing just to say, yes, okay, this is the story of who I was. Isn't that cool? Isn't that fun? And that's, that's one part of it. And I, I love that. Like who, who doesn't love that? I mean, there may yeah. be somebody, but, um, but what I love to do with it is I love for it to give us a message as to what is going on today. And so most oftentimes, let's say, for instance, somebody is going through a dynamic or a situation in their life and it's on repeat even, you know, you keep losing a job, you keep same relationship, something like that, you know, and same loops, same mistakes, same same... loop, same loop, right? Well, you could do all this healing work on the inside. And again, that's all my background. I'm holistic health practitioner where you do the yoga, you do the the somatic experiencing where you get your body regulated. You, you know, you are mindful, you meditate, you get into all those ways, but then all of a sudden the situation comes again and you feel shameful. And this is what I really find out in the world today. They're like, people say, my clients say, I've done law of attraction. I've done the yoga pose. I've done this. I've done that. but I'm still in it. And I'm like, I say, okay. And so the past life comes in And it shows you where that origination point is. And I share it and I share the name of the person, the place, all that. And then what you're able to do, what my clients are able to do then is to separate out. Something happens when they hear it. They're like, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with me. (laughs) I'm not somebody who just doesn't get it. I've been dealing with this for lifetimes, but it's coming up again because I'm more equipped today than ever to take it further and just something about taking that shame off. And, and I don't say past life for escapism reasons. I don't want people to hear a past life and then just denounce their issues. Heck no. I'm, I'm about diving all into it. This is about (laughs) an organized place to put it like up on a shelf and to revere it, but then to see that there is some separation there. So some real healing can actually take place. I love that. And I think a lot of people get so into their problem, you know, we're, we're staring right at it and we keep banging our head on it. Um, I like the idea. And, and for the record, I'm not smart enough to know, you know, the truth of the universe. I'm a finite being with, with infinite goals and I'd like to explore the universe. Um, what I'm hearing, and I'm just going to share this with you because it's, it's knocking on my head. Um, you know, in our current lives, you know, I'm a big fan of Einstein's definition of insanity, which is doing the same things over and over, getting the same result. And I am actively self-aware and I want to make sure I'm not doing that in this life. And I can't help but feel that karma exhausts me because if I have to keep, (laughs) you know, without fixing those problems, you're doomed to repeat them. Is that a, a fair comment? That's absolutely it. And I tell my clients all the time that we have to meet that same threshold in order to step over it. So the way I like to phrase that is I call it the summer house in the Hamptons. So <laughs> it's not like you have like, you know, your regular home and then you're like, oh, I got my magical beach house in the Hamptons. And you go there every summer and you have your favorite super thick book, right? And you go to sit down and read it and you never finish it because it's really long and that's what you like about it. But every time when you come back the next summer, 
you don't, at least I know I don't pick up where I left off. I go back a chapter because I need to immerse myself back into the details of the story, like really get into emotional feeling mode because emotion is the root of who we are. So once I'm in it, oh gosh, I'm all in it. Then I, I go all the way to where I left off. Now, again, I don't stop there. I know I have more time now to keep going. Yeah. So when I see your past life, I see where you put the bookmark in last time <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. And then in the first parts of your life and even the current dynamics, there's no shame in any of it. You are just rereading some stuff. You are just rereading and you're, you want to feel it, man. You got to live it. So then when you finally move past it, uh, there's, there's a threshold that of growth. That's the empowerment. That's the medicine and the release. I, I love that. And, you know, I actually interviewed somebody yesterday who said, you know, there, I don't remember the science or the expert, but there's science out there that says that we, whether you believe in past life or not, there's, there's evidence that we remember the childhood traumas that the, there's a, a memory of maternal trauma. So if our, our mother or our maternal mother, grandmother, um, if they had extreme trauma that gets carried through, I don't fully understand how that works. Um, some people say there is a science to prove it, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, whatever it is, and, you know, I know there's some deeply uptight trench coats or, or lab coats that say, you know, it's just um, memories we created, you know, in this life to justify our failures or whatever, um, whatever the, the, the root is, exploring it and i love the idea like for me i love absorbing a book i take it off the shelf i read it i reread favorite parts i underline um what would that do to somebody if if we were that intentional and deliberate with our life mm -hmm. as opposed to just a book that we left at our mythical beach house in the hamptons it empowers it completely and utterly empowers you. And, and this is what I fully believe. You've actually landed right on the crux of um, a belief of mine, a core belief, is that this current paradigm, you know, is crumbling right now. And the new paradigm is no longer the chase, the get, you know, even getting healed or getting the job or the degree or whatever. That's, that's like a finish line. Like we just think that it's a finish line where the new paradigm is the the paradigm shift is a priority shift. So if you were to kind of, like you said, deep dive into yourself, like a book, earmark certain things that you love, reread certain chapters, this is, that's what it's all about. And it's not narcissistic. It is, um, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So the more you to met Nosuke, know thyself, right. Yeah. Then you know who you are and who you are not in the world. And you put, you could look at charges differently or triggers in an entirely different way. You would look at that and say, Ooh, Ooh, there's a story there. There's a story there versus saying, Oh my gosh, I can't feel that. Get me out of here. <laughs> and I think that's again, the difference. I, I don't care what the origin of the reflection is. Right. If we analyze it and we discharge the negative energy yes, and you know, discharge. I, 
I'm one of those weird people, you know, I don't have good and bad experiences. I have life lessons. I have, you know, I don't have struggles. I have challenges or I have experiences is my new word. Um, but the reality is there, there's a, a famous philosopher, something like the life unanalyzed was not worth living or something. And I think, you know, how do we become better human beings if we're not having that reflective, you know, introspective moments. And, you know, I, I love that you said it's not narcissism because I think, you know, there's a lot of negative words around, you know, mental health and, you know, whatever your methodology for mental health is. Um, if somebody, you know, I don't need to understand the, the math and the science of what Janine does. If her and I have a conversation and I'm able to analyze something and put it on the shelf and take away the the negative energy from it. That's going to free me up. You know, it's kind of like we're taking all the clutter out of our attic and making room for the guest house that we're going to bring our friends in. Well, it's funny that you should say that because one of my <laughs> step into something. Fun? You stepped into something awesome, man. I have it. I have I'm in the process of writing a book right now. It's uh, called Dark Matters. That is hopefully to get out sometime in the future. But a big piece of what I love to teach my clients is what I call spiritual hoarding, what you just touched on. And now, you know, hoarding is obviously a thing. And when I see people, I see them as energy. And this isn't just spirituality, it's quantum physics. Everything is energy first. So if, say for instance, you know, I, I step into a house that has hoarding in it. It could be a 1,200 square foot home loaded to the top. You can probably not hear somebody five feet away from you because it's so muffled. Mm -hmm. You clear that house. You could probably hear a pin drop from the farthest corners of each of the home, right? And it's the same thing here is that until we go in here and really unpack everything that is there and have somebody kind of hold that sacred space for us mm. and be with that. We unpack it until we do, we can't hear spirits. So many people say, well, how, how can you become psychic? And what I tell them is I say, you get empty and then you trust because empty is where you hear the message, but empty is also where that clutter you said lives. And yeah. so you got to deal with that first before you could really hear that that bigger message. You're literally the Marie Kondo for the soul. You know, it's, <laughs> I, oh, I can see you and her having I, a fun conversation. I studied feng shui in China in 2001. And those of you astrology boss, I have so much Virgo in my chart. You just nailed it, Jeff. I am the Marie. <laughs> for, for what it's worth, um, my boys and I, we, we identify on, on as neurodiverse and, um, the, there's some OCD in our world and whenever my wife goes out for something to hang out with friends or whatever, we sit around and watch um, videos about people with OCD organizing their houses and we all sit there and go, ah. I am, no, right here. If, if my garage isn't done, like organized, I mean, life gets messy, but I mean, organized, I, yeah. I can't read. Like I will, I won't, I can't do it. It's too much 
for me. So I get I'll it. sit out in my garage when it's minus 40 with the door open, organizing things. And my oh, wife's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, it's bothering me because I organize right? it, you know, by size, by season, you know, Color. Yeah. There might be some alphabetical. I'm not going to go there. But, you know, then she goes in there looking for something and she just pulls things off the shelf. And I'm like, <laughs> fabulous. All right. I just leave it. But, I'm right um, there with you, buddy. Yeah. He doesn't enjoy watching, Um, you know, and for the record, I think Khloe Kardashian has, might She's, have OCD. Yeah. She claims to have it. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but her kitchen, her her storage room, pantry. her pantry, mm-hmm. ah, refreshing. When when she puts those labels on, I just oh. sigh of deep relief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I have this overwhelming urge. My fourteen year old son wants me to buy one of those really expensive, you know, thousand dollar cry cut fancy label makers, and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not saying no. I just need to know where I'd store the damn thing when I'm not using it. <laughs> that was his question. He's like, Dad, where would awesome. we put it? Oh, gotta get a special place. Yeah. And and here's a little tip for the cry cut people. Create a nice little box that it comes in. Cause the one I saw, either you gotta save the box that it came with, or you got this weird shaped thing that doesn't go anywhere. Oh. let's make the nice box yeah or you know Label I like those suitcases all. that have the foam insets you know just oh, have yes. my little totally yeah, yeah. mission impossible so. it some tom cruisy yeah yeah Love you it. know for a thousand bucks give me a container it's, where i yes. can store it you gotta have that man it's worth it yep so that that's my uh manifestation when i have my fancy house in the Hamptons I'm gonna have a closet just for my storage and labeling stuff um sorry to go nerdy on you Janine but oh I love it are you kidding nope my my little heaven is the container store I can walk through that and by the Mm -hmm. way the employees drive me nuts I'm like no I'm not buying anything right now I'm just enjoying the atmosphere and I think I get a little weirded out because when I travel, I'll spend three, four hours just looking at the, the boxes and the oh organization. It's it's satisfying. It's almost yeah. like those videos on YouTube of like those satisfying things just sitting in no, I get it. Yeah, it makes it's, it's better than good. bubble wrap. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> it is. I'm with you on that. Yep. Sorry, we went on a tangent, but you know, I, I think that's the big thing is, you know, you're helping people clear that clutter and yeah. You know, I, I honestly, this this is the way I view it. I don't care where the clutter came from. I just care that it's gone. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, the beautiful thing about when you work with somebody in just the right way into finding past lives, I tell them, hey, I'm doing the heavy lifting here. I'm going in, I'm finding out who you were, what was going on, all that good stuff. And just being a witness to it is the healing. They don't need to. As a matter of fact, I even tell them, it's not about carrying, oh, I was this in another life and overbearing that, like taking that with you too far. That's not the point. It's done. If you're looking at it, it's because it's outside of you. You are here to move beyond it. But we got to feel it. We got to label it. We got to name it in order to be able to let it go. Kind of like Maria Kondo. She made you look at every single thing 
because you can't, I mean, are you going to move into a place and say, oh, there's some boxes where you guys just throw them out for me. I don't care. No, you got to feel it. Yeah. You got to own that energy. And last thing I'll say is because everything is energy first, you have a, an energetic line to all these past lives that you've had any other relationship or even the things in your home. So that is why it's important to really consciously let that go, to cut ties with those in that way. I love it. And, you know, the reality is a friend of mine is very patiently trying to explain quantum energy to me. And I'm like, dude, you're going to have to dumb it down. Talk to me like I'm a three-year-old. But um, the reality is we are all ones and zeros. You know, we were made from energy. And when we die, we come back to energy. Um, I'm not smart enough to understand the universe in a a single lifetime. Um, But I'm willing to trust that you know, there are things I'm, I'm, I need to learn that I'm not going to, but I can just let it go through me. So um, Janine, you and I could talk all day. And unfortunately we did talk all day. So we did. I will have you back on the show. Um, How can people work with you? If you have a few minutes, I'm going to go over time, which is a no, no, but uh, you and I, thank you. Um, So how can people get to know you? How can they discover you? How can they work with you? What does that look like? Well, you could just head on over to my website, JanineKim.com. But I work with people either on one-off sessions, whether it's an intuitive, um, holistically focused or astrological. And I do one-on-one mentoring as well, which is more of like packages. I have an Into the Mystic program. For those of you Van Morrison fans out there, it's really about unlocking those past lives out of each chakra. And also ancestral alchemy, where you touched on it, Jeff, where you work with the energy of the ancestors um, and any of the trauma that they've had as well. I'm also having a retreat in March of 2024 in Santa Fe, New Mexico with Dr. Jeffrey Tarrant, who is also into neuroscience. And we're, we're mixing spirituality and science together. And so you can head on over to my website and find that there. It's called Becoming Psychic. I love it. And I will share the link in the show. Um, Janine, we could have talked about a million things. Is there (laughs) anything you'd like to share with my people before we wrap up for today? Yes. I always love to give a takeaway is to begin to orient your awareness in the world to you first and start to play with that. What would it be like if I sat with empty inside of me? Does a bunch of stuff come up? And if it does, again, what if that was good? What if we wanted to go towards that, write it out, talk it out, acknowledge it, let it out, do that little feng shui on your own. And then once it gets empty like that, you can start to trust yourself a little bit more. So empty and trust little by little by little going with what that means for you throughout the day. So give that a try. I love it. And, you know, Janine, I'm thinking of of somebody I know who is a literal shopaholic. And it's funny because when their cupboards and closets and fridge and freezers start to overflow, they get really anxious and angry. And then I, I was trying to figure out why they were doing that. And then I realized that it was because they could, didn't have room to buy any more stuff. And they said something that triggered me. They said, I don't care. You take this. I don't care if you throw it in the garbage. I just want it out of my house. And what I realized was the release for them. And and 
I want your take on this. The release for them was having the extra space to buy more stuff. And that was so they could avoid looking inside and, and being with that empty because I can tell, you know, the, the, when you hear their anger and you hear their words, there's a hurt inner child or, you know, past life in there that they're just, you know, putting their fingers in their ears and saying, la, 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 not listening. Yeah, that's that's exactly what that is. And you hit the nail on the head. Empty is an interesting spot. And it's typically the space we want to get really deep. But I won't go too deep because I know we're finishing up here. But it's it's you go really... as deep as you need to, my dear. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's the space right before death, mm-hmm. as well as other things. Mm-hmm. But what happens then, of course, is that feeling tone is part of it. On top of, like I said, when you get empty, it's like your kids. You know, they you sit down to take a break, and they're like, "Oh, dad's resting or mom's resting," and then they all come over to ask you something. <laughs> They notice that exact moment. They do. And the (laughs) same thing with our unresolved stuff on the inside, right? It just, that's all it is. It's just energy. And it's like, oh, a space. And so what I love to do, I go there first, man. I'm like, let's go get it. (laughs) And once we build up a consistent relationship with empty, then when we need to use empty for something like writing a book, like making music, like creating something, we won't feel overwhelmed or scared or disliking of it. The stuff will say, you know what? Dad always comes to check on us. Or mom always comes and checks on us. So you know what? I could just, I could let that wait till later. I'll be met later and I'll let more artistry, creativity flow. Love it. I love it. All right, my final question, and I promise everyone, Janine will be back at least 10,000 times. Um, I make space in my world for people that make me laugh, and and Janine has done that in spades. Um, So we have your website. Is there anywhere else people can follow you, connect with you? Um, And by the way, for those who are watching this, I'm going to throw this out to the universe. Janine's first book will be out in time for Christmas. And her second and third books, I'm going to throw this out, will be done by the end of February. No pressure. Oh, that's exciting. That felt so good when you said that, Jeff. Yay. Well, I'm going to share something. When I work with people who are aspiring to be authors, they need to wrap their head around, I am an author. And that's, you know, there's a baggage that needs to be cleared out. So um, having that identity of I am an author is very powerful versus I'm, I'm, I hate it when people say I'm a struggling author, because it's like, you've just doomed yourself. You need to go see Janine. and. (laughs) clear that clutter out what is the story there why does that say that yeah i know i hear you so back to the question is there somewhere people can go or is your website the best place website is really great linkedin is also good and i also am on instagram now i'll be honest with everybody i'm fairly new in the social media outlet i've been in a cave for the past almost 30 years working with clients but i'm getting the courage i put on my big girl boots and i've walked out and uh, I'm, I'm out there in the social world. So be kind. And uh, and you can find me, Janine Kim Mystic. That's it. I love it. Well, Janine, thank you. Uh, my heart and soul are filled from having our conversation today. And I can't wait to read me your too. books. So. Cool. 
Thank you, Jeff. I can't wait either. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.